The Steich Hamid told a story about himself, a wondrous story. He lived in one of the cities, in, the, in one of the Swadeshu communities, and it was a koilu. It was run by a Rashakoila, Talmud Chacham, and he wasn't from the Choshev Yungalite. I mean, for the Choshev he wasn't from the exceptional Yungalite in Kishroinus. He wasn't uh, from the sharpest mind among the group. And it seems there was a fellow there in the Kehillah who had a terrible disdain for the Yungalite and the Koil, and he didn't agree with the whole Mahalach, and he wanted to, to destroy it. And he knew there was this, the Steichemet was a big masmet. He would stay alone at night and early in the morning. And there was an Arab woman, a cleaning lady, who used to work, was the employee of the Koilu. And he went and he bribed her, gave her money to accuse the Steichemet of acting improperly toward her. And she accepted the money. And the next day, when the Steichemet was learning Mismedish alone, she came and started yelling and screaming. And the people ran and she accused him of improper behavior. You can't imagine the bizyoyness and the bushes that he went through. He said, I was, I, I was so humiliated, I was so ashamed that I had to run away from the town. I couldn't show my face. He disappeared. The Rosh HaKoylo realized it couldn't be true. And immediately he fired this Arab woman because he was sure that she had framed him. A few weeks later, she, maybe a few months later, she came to visit the Stechemet. And she said, she told the story as follows, that after I got fired from my job, the money that this fellow paid me in order to accuse you was able to tide me over until now. But now I have no panosa. I'm ready. If you will go back to the Rosh HaKoyl and tell him to take me back, you should give me back my job, I should be able to support my family, I will go and tell everybody the story that it was all a frame, it was all made up, and I'll save your reputation. And I'll tell everybody that the fellow gave me money to accuse you. And Mr. Hamid says, when she said that, I said, oh, a chance to save my name. So I, I, I. And then I began to think to myself, it was already such a chilu Hashem. And now the mice has quieted down. People stopped talking about it. Imagine if I go now and we awaken and people are going to start talking and there's going to be another chilu Hashem that how could a person do something so low and so awful that this person was able to go and pay her to accuse me of such a thing and then people are going to believe her and not going to believe me and it's going to start it's going to bring up the whole mahuma again the whole mapeche and there's going to be a murder chilu Hashem and I made a decision at that moment that went against every single fiber of my being I so desperately wanted to, to clear myself of the shame but I decided I told her no I don't want you to say anything. I'm going to speak to your employer and I'm going to get your job back, but only on the condition that you never say a word about what happened. Mr. Hamid said, at that moment, when I made that decision, I suddenly felt my neshama and my moyach open up. I felt that the heavens had revealed themselves to me and I felt myself rising above my, my very own essence. And I felt a lave rochav, I felt my heart expanding, that I could fill it with kolatayra kula. And from that moment on, suddenly my approach to the imadatayra became mamash lomailu imadatayra. I was able to absorb more and more, and every word that I, that I absorbed, I retained, and I remembered, until I was able to write the safest eichemen. The chazoinish writes a dollar noyre, Rabbi Weinberg told over the story that it was a Ben Torah who came to the Chazanish and he told him that in Limadat Torah, Baruch Hashem, Hoylech Litoiv, 
When it comes to tefillah and these in yonim, it's very difficult for me. I'm not succeeding. I have problems with davening. And the Bacha kept on talking and the Chazanish didn't respond. And after the Bacha continued to another in, the Chazanish suddenly returned to the previous in and he said, you should know, everybody has a shayrish neshama mishulah. Everybody has a different root to his soul. And some people have a more of an atiyah to this sort of avoider, to that avoider. And it's difficult for them to find hatzloch in an avoider that's not according to their shayrish neshama. But... If a person tries, he works to accomplish what he's meant to do, even though he doesn't have the inner drive, he feels a coldness, as we spoke last week, that he holds on, he perseveres, he does the akeda, he ties himself to the job at hand, even though he doesn't feel it inward. And he accomplishes, and he and, and he pushes himself to do dover shaloi nimshach elov mishayrish nishmasay. Some that he doesn't feel a natural um, push to it. He's not he's not drawn to it from his shayrish haneshama. There is what the mukubalim call iber neshamos that the neshamos of tzaddikim enter this person veozeh nehapach lishayrish nishmasay. He can get a new shayrish haneshama. A person can tap into koiches that are beyond him and bring them into his life. 